This is a Galactic Network podcast. Galactic Radio. I'm Dave Nelson. It was announced this week that the title of the eighth Star Wars movie will be The Last Jedi. Speculation began almost right away about what the title could mean. Who is that last Jedi? Also to add to the confusion, is Jedi meant to be singular or plural? That could also be significant to its meaning. Then there's the red font on the title's lettering. Usually the Star Wars logo is outlined in yellow. So many questions with very little to no answers. All will be revealed, though, when the movie is released in December, but we may know more sooner than that as we have yet to get a trailer. Some are speculating that it could be dropped during the Super Bowl. Thanks to Business Insider for that story. From The Verge, Samsung's Galaxy S8 will be unveiled on March 29th, according to a new report from VentureBeat, which also includes the first photo of the device. Its back is very similar to last year's Galaxy S7, with the exception being a relocated fingerprint sensor, but the front marks a fairly radical departure from Samsung's typical design. Gone are the physical home button and touch-sensitive navigation buttons, Instead, a large curved display that seemingly runs edge-to-edge dominates the Galaxy S8. Samsung is said to be planning a worldwide April 21st release for the smartphone. More news coming up next. Welcome to the Movie Man's Movie Minute. Today we are looking at the horror film The Autopsy of Jane Doe from 2016. The story of a father and a son who are both coroners who are trying to figure out the identity of a mysterious woman who is brought into their morgue late one night. But as they uncover more and more of the dark secrets she is harboring, more strange, horrific things happen around the morgue. And we see how they try to survive the night as they try to also uncover the mystery of Jane Doe. Folks, this is a smart, well-executed, and downright creepy horror film that is really giving me faith in modern horror films. Brought to us by the director who gave us The Troll Hunter, this film has a lot more serious horror moments in it, but also a good mixture of humor. I really enjoyed the story as well as how they uncover the mystery of the Jane Doe character and would love to see more even about that. This film will have you guessing until the end of exactly what is going on. And while it does take a little bit more of a cliche ending than I care for, overall this is a film that is worth your time out on pay-per-view now so check it out the autopsy of jane doe if you have please tweet me at movie maniac 3d or check out more of my stuff at specialmarkproductions.com hello i'm gregor sprague and this is galactic radio's pull list and these are just six comics coming out for the week of january 25th 2017 boom studios has lady castle number one of four written by delilah s dawson with art by ashley a woods when king mancastle and his mighty vassals ride off on crusade the women left behind are not at all put out. That's a lot less armor polishing for them to do. Of course, when the men get themselves eaten by a dragon and leave a curse that attracts monsters to the castle, well, the women take umbrage with that. Now the blacksmith's wife, Marinor, is king, Princess Ave is the captain, and the only remaining and least capable knight, Sir Riddick, is tasked with teaching the ladies of the castle how to fight, defend, build, and do all manner of noisy things the men had been doing while the women assumed they were just drunk. DC Comics has The Odyssey of the Amazons, number one, written by Kevin Graveau, 
with art by Ryan Benjamin. Don't miss the start of this new miniseries set in the world of Wonder Woman from writer-actor Kevin Graveau, writer on New Warriors, one of the co-creators and stars of Underworld. Years before the birth of Princess Diana, a group of Amazons set out on a globe-spanning quest to find others of their kind, encountering legendary creatures and beings along the way. But their journey soon turns to a rescue mission as two of their own are captured by the legendary storm giants of Norse mythology. It's up to their leader, the stalwart Hesia to keep them together through the many trials that lie ahead. Wonder Woman number 15, written by Greg Rucka with art by Liam Sharp. The Truth Part 1. Diana has finally seen the full scope of how her life and history have been transformed. Unfortunately, the knowledge has driven her completely insane. Image Comics has Loose Ends number 1, written by Jason Latour, with art by Chris Brunner and Rico Renzi. No one seemed to notice Sonny Gibson as he stepped back into the hideaway, a dusty little honky-tonk nestled off the Carolina highway. But before the night was over, Sonny would be on the run from the law, from the criminals, even from himself. Loose Ends is a gritty, slow-cooked, southern crime romance that follows a winding trail down Tobacco Road, through the war-torn streets of Baghdad, and into the bright lights and bloody gutters of South Florida. She-Wolf number 5, written and drawn by Rich Tommaso. New story arc, Black Baptism Part 1. Fans demanded it, so here comes another season of She-Wolf. Season 2 pans away from Gabrielle, our season 1 protagonist, and focuses on a new main character, her troubled younger sister, Lizzie. Marvel Comics has Black Panther number 10, written by Tanache Coates, with art by Brian Stelfreeze. Return of the Queen! Shiri is reborn anew, new powers, a new codename, and a new target. The Midnight Angels, the newly independent Dora Milaje, make their final accord with Tetu and the people. T'Challa takes an audience with the voice of the dissonant Changemeyer, but will both men finally listen to reason? And my pick of the week, this is one that I am personally going out to get myself, and this week it's coming from DC Comics, and that is Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps number 13, written by Robert Venditti, with art by V. Kenneth Marion. Heroes! See the majesty and heroism of the Green Lantern Corps from the point of view of a planet in desperate need of their power. Set far in the future, this issue is packed with clues about what's around the corner for Hal Jordan and the rest of the Corps. Now these are just a few of the picks that I had. There are many more and I encourage you to please go to your local comic book shop and pick these up. And if all else fails, you can find them all on Comixology. Dave, what's next for us? Thanks, Gregor. Marvel announced this week that filming has begun on Black Panther. The studio also confirmed that Andy Serkis will reprise his role as the mercenary Ulysses Claw, and Martin Freeman will once again play Everett K. Rose, the U.S. State Department liaison to foreign diplomats. According to the studio, Black Panther follows T'Challa, who, after the events of Captain America's Civil War, returns home to the isolated technically advanced African nation of Wakanda to take his place as king. However, when an old enemy reappears on the radar, T'Challa's medal as king and Black Panther is tested when he's drawn into a conflict that puts the entire fate of Wakanda and the world at risk. Black Panther hits theaters February 16, 2018. Finally, this time around from EW.com, this week, George Orwell's book, 1984, went to number one on Amazon's bestseller list and shortly after sold out. Signet, its publisher, has ordered a 75,000-copy reprint. A spokesperson said that since the inauguration of Donald Trump, sales for George Orwell's 1984 dystopian novel 
have increased by 9,500%. Another possible surge in sales might be attributed to Trump's senior advisor, Kellyanne Conway's use of the term alternative facts, which could be likened to Orwell's concept of newspeak from 1984, which is designed to limit the freedom of thought. The author writes that the language was designed not to extend, but to diminish the range of thought. Another key 1984 word is doublethink, which means the power of holding two contradictory beliefs in one's mind simultaneously and accepting both of them. That's all for this week. Thanks for listening to Galactic Radio. I'm Dave Nelson. Monkey Warhol provided our music, and Blazing Caribou did the cover art. For more about them, show notes, feedback information, how to subscribe, social network links, and more, go to gncasts.com slash galactic radio. This has been a Galactic Network podcast.